0: our top story a top story beginning today people aged 45 and up who live in more than a hundred neighborhoods that are high risk can now book a shot in a mass immunization clinic 45 and up in a hot zone plus child care workers and licensed facilities can start booking for a shot on thursday all of that great news but it just amps my FOMO because it's a Mad Max world out there hunting for a vaccine. It's very, very simple. I don't I don't believe it to be very simple, Doug Ford. In fact, I have yet to get an appointment myself. Now, is that because I have just not dedicated the kind of time and resources to hunting down an appointment? Well, probably. Probably. And I think to myself, like, I... I, I've got the connectivity. I, I've got all the privilege. I could probably, if I really wanted to, dedicate the time and resources to get myself an appointment. I could probably get one. And I think to myself, well, what about the people that don't have what I have? It's all very concerning, and it's it's been it's troublesome. It is. I've signed up with some portals. I don't know if you have. I'm coming up your opportunity to weigh in with me on your vaccine hunting experience. Have you had trouble trying to find? A vaccine. We're going to open up phone lines at 416 870 6400 in just a moment. I want to hear from you. Have you had, have it been, has it been tough, easy? You've been frustrated? Are you like me? Like I just, just starting to get amped up. I mean, like if you'd asked me a month ago, you know, did I expect to get a vaccine, you know, by the end of this month or even early May, I'd say, I'd tell you probably not. But now that, uh, now that they're sort of rolling it out, now I'm super amped up about it. Kate Jimmett is a writer from Ottawa and has detailed part of her journey to try and find a vaccine. She joins me on the line from Ottawa. Kate, how are you today?
1: I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: Well, thanks for being here. Do you identify with what I'm talking about? This sort of like every time I turn on social media, there's another one of my friends with a you know, vaccine selfie. And I'm like, what, what, why?
1: Totally. I'm thinking, you know, on the one hand, it's great because you want people not to be vaccine hesitant, right? So you want to encourage that. But at the same time, you're like, darn you, you know? Yeah, Yeah, vaccine envy, for
0: sure. Tell me about your experience trying to hunt for a vaccine.
1: Um, Well, so I want to say from the start, I have no inside knowledge about how it works whatsoever. So the the story I wrote in the start was just based on my own personal experience. Um, So I guess what happened was when the When the waiting list opened up uh, about last Sunday or Monday, um, you know, I put myself on on a couple of them, but I think four. um, And then all of a sudden, like I didn't hear back from anything. Right. And then all of a sudden, as you say, like my friends are starting to post, oh, got my vaccine or, you know, and then I'm starting to ask people, well, wait a minute, how did you get yours? I haven't even heard from you know, where I was. And then you start hearing these stories that everybody's, you know, putting themselves on. I know one person who put herself on every Rexall pharmacy list from Ottawa to Brockville. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just madness, right? So then I guess I started getting worried because we know there's a limited supply, right? And then because it had just opened up, like I'm 52 and it it hadn't been open to 50, like it was still just over 55 uh, like over 60 for the Pfizer and Moderna, so we could only get the AstraZeneca, and there was like this limited supply. So then you're thinking, well, once that supply is over, are we just going to be, are we not going to have anything? And like yeah. for how and long, they, right? And so then they opened in, it just just up to like 40 plus. Thing, you know?
0: And I thought, I thought, well, <laughs> oh, now I got to fight these people?
1: Yeah. So Yeah. So it, it just kind of, became a bit mad and I'm I'm actually I don't think this is the proudest moment of my life, <laughs> you know, when I was running around like a mad woman trying to score a vaccine. And and I think it's what you said, like, you know, there are people who need it more, right? Yeah. I'll, to be honest. And if the province had said, we're gonna give these vaccines to our teachers, or we're gonna give them to the people working these Amazon warehouses, or we're gonna give them to our grocery store workers I would have been totally fine with that, and I think most people in Ontario would have thought, yeah, that's a good idea, but instead they just opened up this free-for-all, so then everybody's, you know, like, madly tearing each other to bits trying to get this vaccine, it's, it's, yeah, it's really honestly, like, not a pretty sight, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually, to tell you the truth, yeah. after I wrote that article, I actually got a call from my IDA pharmacy and managed to get an appointment for a shot because I was on their wait list. So I, I'm now one of the lucky few. But I don't think it actually annihilates what I was saying in the article because so many other people are having the same experience, you
0: know. I'm speaking with uh, Kate Jemet, who is an Ottawa writer, and you can uh, read her story in the Toronto Star. Her and the opinion pages about her uh, journey to try and get a a vaccine. Let me play this from Doug Ford again. Hit that. Hit me with that Doug Ford clip again, Mister Dave. It's very very simple. That's what the provincial government is saying about trying <laughs> to get yourself a vaccine. Your reaction to that?
1: Um. Yeah. I, I flabbergasted. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I I, I think. For the people, like, I don't really understand it, but to my understanding, if you're in that over 60 category and you can sign up on the provincial list, like not the pharmacies list, the actual organized provincial list, I think it is pretty well organized. Both of my parents who are in their 80s got their vaccine, you know, yeah. a while ago, and that they had a great experience, I have to say. Like, there was no problem. They got an appointment. It was totally smooth. So maybe he's talking about that is simple, but the whole pharmacy rollout of AstraZeneca, it is not simple. It is not simple. It is crazy. I had, I'll tell you another little story. So yesterday, I'm also not proud of this. <laughs> my sister texted me. She was standing outside of a Loblaws pharmacy at 6.30 in the morning because she had heard there was going to be a walk-in clinic there that day. So she texted me and she said, you know, come. And anyways, I couldn't get there till a little later. So I get there, I think around. I don't know, eight o'clock or something. The lineup was already 200 people long <laughs> in the cold. It was like one degree in Ottawa. And yeah, people were just shivering in the cold, waiting, hoping that, you know, they would be able to get a vaccine. And the woman behind me showed me, she had gotten an email, she was on a pharmacy list. And then she had gotten an email saying, oh, you can book your appointment now. And she said, she, she replied to the email eight, six minutes after it came into her inbox and she clicked on the link and it said oh sorry the appointments are all gone like too late 6 minutes
0: I, <laughs> like, I know, it's crazy i I've right? had a bunch of friends who had appointments just this last weekend uh, at pharmacies and then the pharmacy canceled them all and you know just the kind of emotional roller coaster that, that right. you go through right like
1: that's the thing i don't think it's the pharmacy's fault because from I, the like the pharmacists i'm sure are having a terrible time right i mean they're on the the front end of this and they don't know when they're getting from like what I understand, they don't know when they're getting supply. And then the other thing is, you know, because everybody is putting themselves on multiple wait lists, you know, you might end up with a wait list where every, three, three out of four people you call might have already gotten it somewhere else. Right. So you can imagine the frustration that they're wasting their time calling all these people, you know, who are on multiple wait lists. It's just so it's a really inefficient
0: it, it just—I know, It just—and—and it—it does all come back to, you know. I'm so amped up about it because I don't have an appointment, and I'm—I—I'm I, I, I'm not, you know. I don't know when I'm going to get a shot, but yet at the same time, I—I I realize, well, I'm not as high risk as others, right. although I am an essential worker. And then it's—you know—you go back and forth and back and forth, and it's true. oh my god, it's just kind of exhausting, isn't it, Kate?
1: Yeah, and I think if we knew that—that that, you know—if that—if if I knew that if I stepped back someone else who would step forward who needed it more, then I think most people would step back. I would step back. But the thing is, you don't. You just know someone else is going to grab that. Some other random person yeah. <laughs> could grab that. And I, I know. you know, it was interesting what you said about India before because I was actually just talking to a friend of mine who's from India. She's Canadian. And, I mean, it's terrible there, right? And I don't blame the Indian vaccine manufacturers for keeping their vaccines. Right. I, like you can't blame them for not wanting to export it to Canada. Canada should be able to get its act together. Right. So, it's, Absol- yeah. yeah.
0: Kate, pl- thank you so much for coming on. Please be well. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully check back in with you when you when you have your second shot and then you've got to you know, shoot yourself out into the wider world, just a, a giant Bacchanal that we'll all be enjoying once it's well,
1: all over. Thanks for your show. And I hope, you know, the people will have their say on your call in.
0: Yes, they will have their say. Thank you, Kate. (laughs) I appreciate it. Okay, Okay, bye bye. That is Kate Jumet, who is a writer out of Ottawa. You can read her story in the uh, Toronto Star.